Hello, Akaville Radio. Welcome to another exciting episode of Talk Appella. I am one half of your host, Brian Alexander, and joining me is... Alicia Edwards. Nice, Alicia. Great to hear your voice. How are you doing today? Oh, it's been a lazy day for me so far. Just one I took of those a nap days, that yeah. was supposed to be an hour and a half, and it turned into like three or four hours. And it's a good thing it's Saturday. It is. You know, you can just kind of like waste a day away and no, no judgments here. So. Yeah, that, that tends to be most Saturdays for me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you got to do something to keep things interesting, so... You know, if it involves taking naps, go for it, please. Naps are one of my favorite hobbies outside of singing. I like it. I approve. I definitely approve Thanks. of that. Thanks. Awesome. Well, joining us today, we have some very special guests. We don't normally get to talk barbershop on the show and, you know, a lot of four-part harmonies and things like that. So we're going to do that today. And we have like the perfect group to speak about these things with. Joining us are the members of GQ. We have Amanda, Katie, Ali, and Katie. How are you all doing today? Good. Hey. Doing great. Hi. Doing great. Awesome. This is great. I'm like, I love when we have so many people on. The energy is great. You know, it normally proves to be a fun show. So thank you all for taking the time out of your schedule to join us. This is wonderful. Anytime. We're excited. Totally. We're awesome. So we're going to, this might prove to be a little tricky, but we're going to try it here. If we can have each member just kind of introduce themselves, let us know what their voice part is, and then just kind of give us like a brief background of what your musical experience is. And so whoever would like to jump in first, please feel free. I nominate Amanda. We'll go down. All right. Amanda it is. Here we go. (laughs) All right. I'm Amanda. I sing the tenor part in GQ, which in barbershop is the highest part. We've been singing together now for, I guess, almost eight years. And as far as my musical background, I went to college for uh, vocal performance. Well, not performance, music education, but I've been singing for my whole life and I was trained classically and got into barbershop when Allie joined our group. Awesome. Great. Well, yeah. I'm Allie, so I'll just <laughs> I'll take that over. Um, <laughs> I like that. Intro. <laughs> I I'm Allie. That's me. She said my name, so I'll go next. I'm Allie. I have been singing barbershop since high school. I started when I was about 15, so it's been about half my life now. I sing in the middle parts of GQ, so I switch between lead and baritone, which hangs in the middle. Nice. And I went to a performance arts high school. I started as a vocal performance major in college at Towson University, where we all met. And then I got to the first day of music music theory too and said peace and graduated (laughs) with a degree in early childhood education so i teach kindergarten awesome man that sounds fun nice well since we're going down the line here i guess we'll uh i'll i'll step in next i'm katie g katie gillis two katies as you'll find in a few moments i am the oldest member of gq and i sing also baritone or lead depending on what the situation calls for and as far as musical background i I think most of us kind of sang in a lot of choruses and, and things in school and so you know that whole that whole chestnut you know you're just like a music nerd and you're singing in the chorus and yep you know, doing, you know, maybe some 
some community theater. I don't know. And then, you know, went to school for music. And uh, I actually ended up uh, with a jazz commercial voice degree. So I'm um, very interested in, in jazz music. And we actually formed GQ as a part of my capstone project, which was oh. kind of the, you know, end of the year, my, you know, thesis, as if you will. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's kind of how GQ was born. We just got together as part of a concert series for that. And here we are today. So I like that trivia. Nowhere in my research was I able to discover that. So uh, thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Boom. Sweet. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And last we have. Hello, I'm Katie Mack. Other Katie. Uh, I sing bass in GQ. Or the shorter (laughs) one of the two Katies. So um, I sing bass in GQ. And I've been singing forever. Started with the Beatles and the Carpenters. And then went to Loved Musical Theater. And did that. And then went to college for music ed. Took a teaching guitar in the classroom class. Realized I did not like Mm. children. It was the first time they've started (laughs) teaching like... Methods class, like, I don't know, teaching methods classes. And I was like, oh, I hate this. So um, ran away from that. Um, didn't have the patience for it. And got a Bachelor of Science in Music with a minor in business and um, wanted to do arts admin stuff. And now I work for um, Barbershop Harmony Society. Nice. Yeah. Fun. I like the, the all the information we're learning here. So just to kind of kick things off. So one of the things that Alicia and I, before we jumped on the call, we discussed, we were like, so we're speaking with GQ today. And they were just like, oh, wait, the magazine people? And it was like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you know. We get we tagged. To- <laughs> we no, get no. that a lot. We get tagged <laughs> in the know? weirdest stuff on Facebook. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Let me take that back a little bit. I was on the phone with Brian, and I had already known who we were talking to today. And I was like, yeah, you had said GQ. And I was like, that's a magazine too, right? <laughs> and it it's is, a, you're it's right. It's a men's magazine. So when he was like, it's a female barbershop quartet, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, I get it. But that was mm-hmm. that was initially not not. You're earlier. not alone in your confusion. Well, okay. <laughs> I made the comment today about there also being the right. magazine, but... I knew I've known that it's not the right. magazine. I didn't, I didn't that we're mean that to. directly at you yeah. there, you know. <laughs> uh, but with that, so GQ and feel free to correct anything I say if I have any information that's not correct. GQ stands for Girls Quartet, correct? It does. Mm-hmm. So with then, could be it could be Goat Quakes. I mean, Ooh, it really is up to it's quakes. up to the imagination, really, what it could mean. Very no Myster- like that. Very Ooh. mysterious. Okay, I think I like that a lot better now. Okay, Goat Quakes. Got Q tips. Uh, <laughs> what does it stand for? Exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's art, you know, it's whatever you want it to be. Perfect. So, so with that, so That's with great. Girls Quartet, I'm like, is there any like special significance, you know, that you all kind of hold dear to that name, Girls Quartet? Is there something else to that that just means a lot to you, Girls Quartet? Or, you know, how did that come about? So when GQ formed, we mm-hmm. formed when we weren't really supposed to be anything. We were just kind of to get Katie... And Katie and Amanda had formed as like a jazz trio and had done some competition things. And then I had sung with Katie G in a mixed jazz quartet. And in college, I was still singing in a barbershop quartet that I started in high school or that I was in in high school. Mm -hmm. 
And so when we would have rehearsals, I had my other quartet written down and then I would write girls quartet for us in my planner. And that started to be a lot after a couple of times. And I just started writing GQ and then mm-hmm. we didn't come up with anything better. And that's it. By the time we were like, we should probably like come up with a name. It was too mm-hmm. late and people had already. People already knew who we were. Caught yeah. on to. It's, it's that tale as old as time. It's just like the first name that came about was what we all went with. I think there, yeah. so many countless groups do that. So th- I get it. I get where you're yep. coming from with yeah. that. We could we could come up with something else maybe mm-hmm. at, down the line. It's been like, 10 years, though. Oh, so why start you now? You know, girls quartet. You know, it's simple. <laughs> you know, we just you, it, we, what you see is what you get. And Here's that's the deal. That's kind of Here's my what question. The name is like. When do we become WQ? Yeah, like women. Ooh. Never, I guess. I know. I That's thought about that too. Like, are we just no. always we're, girls, or Allie and I yeah. are pushing thirty here? So I mean, we're well. well hey, the Backstreet you? Boys—they've been holding on to that, and they're like all in their forties. That's 40s. fair. That's true. That's true. Well, and I was, and I was going to say yeah. WQ, WQ, right. very You don't get all the exposure from like the GQ tags yeah, online. That's so. Right. Come on. We're riding that wave till <laughs> we can't anymore. Flying high. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm hey, I'm not gonna fault you. So so let's back up even further. So now that we got the name understood, so take us back to the early days of GQ. So what inspired, you know, the interest in vocal music and barbershop and as well as how difficult was it to find your sound initially? Because you all are coming from all these different not different, very similar backgrounds, but you know, you have to make all of that mold and form into something that's what we're witnessing today. So how did all of this take place well i think you know we we like to like look back and try to like pick apart like what was it about this whole situation that like made it just kind of fall into place and a lot of it was just very like circumstantial where we were in the right place at the right time with the right people and i do look back and i think that like because we all went to Towson University. That's mm. where we met. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there was something in the water at Towson University in the music department during that time. <laughs> I mean, I look at some of the other like people I went to school with. We've got friends of mine who have gone off and like played on like Grammy winning performances or like been on Jimmy Fallon mm. or like our local bands here in Baltimore, you know, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Like I, there was just a lot of, of stuff going on. And um, anyway, but I think the big thing was just that we had a lot of opportunity at the school to try different things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get putting that group together, like me, Katie, Mac, and Amanda, we were doing kind of like a Andrew Sisters, Boswell Sisters kind of thing, just because yeah. we were inspired by that music. And I was like, oh, I would just love to be in a group and do that. Like, I would love to just sing some of that, like, you know, old, like uh, three-part, you know, jazzy harmony stuff, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. jazzy stuff. Um, and really it was just like, this is the stuff that I like to listen to. And I was like, ah, oh, wouldn't it just be so cool? You know, it's like, uh, you know, when you're reading Harry Potter and you're just like, wouldn't it just be so cool to go to Hogwarts and like be a wizard <laughs> and fly around? Like, yeah. I just, I'm like, wouldn't it be so cool to be, you know, in the Andrew sisters or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, and we got to do that. And I think over time we just encouraged each other to pursue things that, that we loved. So like Amanda and I would talk about how like, you know, we loved like, folk music and like the Dixie Chicks or like whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and then we just kind of go down this path where we were like, you got to check this out. This is so awesome. And we we went that way with like the Dirty Projectors. I think I I got on this one kick about the Dirty Projectors because they were doing the hocketing and I'm just like, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> That's kind of the 
how we got to where we are, where it's just like we are really encouraging to each other mm-hmm. to pursue like musical ideas. And we try our best not to like poo poo anything and just be like, hey, yeah, that's what, what are you into? Like, what do you like to sing? And that was the same way with Allie and the barbershop music, because the three of us had no experience with barbershop at all. Oh, but we huh. all liked harmony singing. Right. So when Allie came to us and was, oh, you go ahead. I was in a cor- a barbershop chorus. I was in a barbershop quartet. So they were like, man, I wish like we were just looking for four part arrangements of things. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have this entire binder of four part things really? <laughs> that really? we could yeah. start with or like maybe look at. And my quartet was singing this song arranged for the buzz quartet. And it had been like months and they still hadn't learned it. If they're listening, I love you. It, we did great things. <laughs> this song was just not something that we should have done. And so I gave it to GQ. I was like, just look at it. Like maybe next week we can try to sing through it a little bit. And they came back the next week and we sang the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, we should maybe nice. sing more of this because there's a competition for college age girls and, you know, we could win, I don't know, money, money. or go on the trip or something. And I remember just, that being the convincing factor for me. The money least. part. I was like, money? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I need money. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. Because I think back to my time when in high school when I used to sing with, you know, three other dudes. And it was kind of like not a barbershop quartet, but it was more you know, uh, like R&B type acapella singing and yeah. stuff like that. Nice. And I'm hearing this is the main, main difference on, you know, why why women are so much more intelligent than guys at the end of the day <laughs> as all of your aspirations initially like, hey, there's money, here's travel. You're like, hey, guys, why do you want to sing? Oh, girls. And so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow, if only we had like put a little bit more thought, we could have been thinking about money and travel too. Jeez. Well, you know, so you know, there were a lot of, of women in, in our, you know, but we were, it was just like going to the convention where there's like a million gajillion women in one room. So really, I mean, we got the goal that you guys were going for, <laughs> right. just not in the same way. Yeah, obviously you know? a lot more successful. Now, so. <laughs> so funny. So your website describes GQ as um, a group that wanted to stay away from your traditional acapella um, arrangements and explore songs that aren't aren't super common, maybe stuff that hasn't been done before. Can you elaborate on this a little bit? What does your song selection process look like um, as well as your arranging? So I guess, I don't know, lately I feel like I haven't been, but I kind of am like the veteran song explorer, maybe. I love to like scour uh, Spotify and just like, you know, find songs that work. And it's, it's definitely a process. It's like a feeling. I think I remember like I would find a song I wanted to show the girls and I would like play it in the car when we were driving somewhere mm-hmm. and I would like purposely like watch them <laughs> because I can tell if they're just not feeling it. Like they'll talk or they'll like, and then there's some songs yeah. that I'll play and it's like silent and they're, they're into okay. it. Um, we and if that happens, good, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's going to be a song that works mm-hmm. and we're going to sing it for a long okay. time. So, so yeah, I think that like Katie mentioned before, we all kind of love a lot of different things, musical theater, mm-hmm. folk. And I'm personally, I love folk music and just the idea of like, there's a lot of songs out there that are arranged for acapella that are great, but we wanted to kind of go in to that sort of area where like Mumford and Sons, mm-hmm. things like that, where maybe people don't gravitate towards mm-hmm. and, and make it something different, something that's true to us. So that's kind of our goal now is, is, you know, we know that we won't sing a song unless all of us are on board and we all are able to connect to it in some way. So 
Yeah. And I think what's also a little bit different about us as a barbershop quartet is most barbershop quartets will find a song and be like, oh, we have to Mm -hmm. shop this. Like, let's make this a barbershop arrangement. It'll be so great. And when we listen to songs, we kind of do it with a mind of, oh, this could be a really good barbershop song, or it wouldn't keep the integrity of the song if we tried to make it a barbershop song. So we try to do what's best for the song and the feeling of the song, I think, and what we feel the song should be and could be. And and that's interesting that you touched on that because it also leads me to another question because I know that so much of what you all do is like barbershop and, you know, it's very apparent, uh, especially on your latest album. But do you all hold tight to that kind of disclaimer of being a barbershop quartet or do you prefer more vocal group? Because I know there are a lot of people that are just like, well, hey, we do this, but I'd rather be classified as this. What's you all's take in terms of your style and what you prefer? Yeah, I would probably say that it's it's really just it's a little bit of both. Like we, we don't necessarily say we're a barbershop quartet or an acapella quartet. It, it honestly, vocal quartet is probably best because okay. we've, you know, we've done stuff with bands as well, not as much, but we really do try to make it get into any sort of realm possible, but we definitely have our feet in a lot of waters. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I understood it. It makes sense. And, and then uh, Amanda, you meant, oh, Oh. <laughs> I, I was following you. Uh, and then Amanda, you mentioned when you were just speaking a second ago that you look for stuff that just kind of works for you all. You know, how did, what's like the, how, how do I phrase this correctly? What's the sign that says that, hey, this worked other than just, you know, the, the head nod said, hey, you know, I, I, this gels for us. <laughs> you know, what's the end, like the end result that proved that, hey, this is something that worked for us? Because there are a lot of people that go out there and they find things. And, you know, we, I think so much of acapella community, just like we think that we can make anything, you know, acapella. You know, if we hear yeah, Song of the Radio, yeah. I'm like, oh, I hear the yeah. parts for it. How, what, what's uh, the sign that it, it worked for you all? I think it changes, like, with genre, but also just, like, like a ballad or an uptune. So, like, say if we, you know, if I if I hear a song that's a ballad, like, a lot of times it's, like, the, the meaning and the words that we all gravitate towards, like, just a good message that comes across. Mm-hmm. And I think for, like, our faster songs, like, I, I de- I'm definitely thinking, like, contemporary, like, just, like, it, it ha- has to have, like, a groove to it. Yeah. Like, all of us kind of love that sort of, like, mm-hmm. feeling of that groove. And, like, and honestly, like, some of our, our contemporary acapella songs are kind of strange. Like, a lot of, like, Fiona Apple and Tune Yards, just, like, stuff that's just different that people don't normally hear, so... Mm-hmm. I also think it took a long, it took a long time for us to find that groove too and to figure out the songs that work for us. Like in the beginning, we tried everything. We, we sang a bunch of barbershop stuff. We tried arranging a bunch of things that just never worked or like we sang for a little bit and has kind of died off. And, um, I think it just kind of, we have seasons of things where some things are more important than others. And I think just with being with each other for, I mean, almost 10 years at this point, we just mm. kind of know each other and what each other's like. And we can listen to a song and be like, Ooh, KDG would sound so good on this or like, yeah. Uh, Amanda, this is like perfect for Amanda and Katie Mac could really hit that low note or I don't know, like you just kind of <laughs> hear each other's voices and things now. Yeah. And we also right. have a um, crew of barbershop uh, arrangers that we just now have worked with enough to do custom arrangements and and they really understand our like capabilities um, and they they just get it and it's so nice mm-hmm. to have a group of people who like understand what we can do what we don't like to do but could but like should we you know it's it's just really Mm -hmm. nice to to have that those connections too that we've 
developed over time. Yeah, and that, and that's amazing uh, when a group can like reach that point where you just know you just know each other, you know what it what the group can do and what's capable of, and then on top of that, you all have the added benefit of having this network of people that you know just know your sound as well. So that's amazing. And on that note, we're going to take one quick break, and we're going to come back and continue our conversation with GQ right here on Talkapella. Barber shoppers, we haven't forgotten about you. Acaville has a long-standing show dedicated to topics in barbershop called Shop Talk. The show airs Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and is hosted by Mark Holdeman, a member of the Dallas Big D Texas chapter, and Ed Howard, member of the Arlington Texas chapter. Tune in to Shop Talk to hear the intersection between barbershop music and contemporary acapella two hours each week. Only on Acaville. And welcome back to Acapella. <laughs> we are back here with GQ, a women's barber shop quartet out of Baltimore, Maryland, and it has been so much fun. We actually all agreed that time flew by very quickly on that first segment, and I have a feeling it's going to continue to fly by here. So we are here with Allie, Amanda, Katie Mack, and Katie G. And we're just going to kind of continue chatting with them a little bit more about their experience as a barbershop quartet. And we're going to continue that conversation and talk a little bit more about their albums that they've recorded and what that has looked like for them. So in listening to your award-winning album, GQ Volume 3, um, there's a lot of variance in terms of style. So at times it's a bit pop, other times it sounds like it's folk, and sometimes it sounds like traditional barbershop. Um, is there ever a struggle with your group that you're sounding too contemporary versus staying true to your typical barbershop style. Do you even consider these kinds of things when you're working on music? That theme, Alicia, that you just said is has kind of been our story from the beginning, just doing so many different things that mm-hmm. has confused both the acapella world and the barbershop world. Because then they're like, <laughs> what are you? And we're like, we don't know. We're just singing what we like. It's fine. <laughs> Deal with it. And, and some people love it. Some people hate it. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I think hate what it. we... What? There, no. who knows? There are trolls. I, I feel like it goes back to the whole. Oh, what is G, what is yeah. GQ yeah. stand for? Well, what do you want it right. to? Truly. What do you want it to stand for? What kind of music yeah. do you, yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you right. want us to do? Or I mean, exactly. what kind of music do you do? That's kind of like, especially since we we make sure that we feature all of us in a certain way. Like on each album and just throughout our singing career, we have songs that we are all featured on. Even me as bass is featured sometimes, which is cool. And mm. I think that's really nice. And nice. every album is kind of very in that way and each album too I'm physically looking at the at the albums by the way podcasters I'm looking at them all and I'm getting very I'm like so proud of <laughs> what we've Beklemt a little bit because Beklemt. there is a story behind each album um, oh nice volume one is when we okay. started and we were brand new probably not really like ready to do this but we didn't care we wanted to record we were ready and recorded at Liquid Fit Studios down in Durham North Carolina mm. with some friends we met we met Mike Meyer who's a really great high school choral teacher down in Durham and uh, at SingStrong. And he told us about Liquid Fifth being like, hey, you can record in isolation booths, but still see each other. And that mm. was amazing for us because we knew that we yeah. didn't have a lot of time to do live takes of everything, but we also didn't want to track an album. We wanted to at mm-hmm. least all sing together the whole time, but still be isolated. And that was the best thing we could have ever done with Liquid Fifth. They are just the most amazing guys to work with. We're so proud. It's like our happy place, that little room Mm -hmm. with the black couches and with Chris and Carl are just, it's everything. So it's, 
our happy place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, volume one started there and volume two has its own identity and so does volume three. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily want to say all those things because that's me talking a lot. <laughs> so yeah, hey, you guys, I don't know. Volume one was <laughs> brand new and our just kind of introduction as, hey, we're here. We're a little weird. And that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I like to, like, again, we've been together for 10 years. So it's, you know, I think we've all done a lot of thinking about just like what this has meant to us and what, you know, how we've got like gone down this road together. And, you know, I think it's in the barbershop world. I think that there is, uh, because what you're doing is singing, like there's a lot of homophonic singing. The goal is for everyone to have one voice, everyone Mm -hmm. to sound like they are one voice, right? And that is a really cool, an interesting perspective on acapella singing because I think, you know, when you look at kind of more traditional acapella, you've got a beatboxer, you've got maybe someone doing some other kind of like sounds, you know, yeah. to simulate instruments, right? And um, in barbershop singing, it leans more to the choral side of things mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we're trying to sound like one unit sound. So I think, you know, what we've tried to infuse into what we do is that we are four individual people and, you know, we are four individual like women who have lived different lives as well. And so we are inevitably going to bring different things to the table and bring different things to the sound. So like, why not, you know, do a little bit of both, like try it, try to be a unit together, but also just kind Play of celebrate, our yeah, celebrate yeah. our individuality and like celebrate what it makes us individually, mm-hmm. you know, great. So I think that's that's kind of the road that we've taken with this. It's like, let's lift each other up because I think that's been another theme throughout our whole career is that we, you know, we've seen, you know, a lot of situations where, you know, we're musicians and who are, you know, who are also women and mm-hmm. we've seen, you know, situations where women don't always lift each other up and we strongly, strongly believe in that. And so um, we try to do that in our music choices and also just in our, you know, how we sing. Yeah, I'm like, I, I love these these comments on, the, you know, the themes that you've incorporated throughout your time with the group and the albums and then just like what's gelling for you all at the end of the day. And I'm wondering with that, with uh, all these different elements that you all are bringing to the table for the process that goes into creating your music. You know, uh, Katie Mack mentioned earlier, you're talking about the isolation in the studio and mm-hmm. that kind of really helped to solidify the process. You know, what what's crucial? What else is crucial that's and necessary for you all to kind of generate the sound that you're doing, whether it be in the, the studio or be on stage? What do you find as the things that really helps GQ to be, find success with their music? I think they're going to be very surprised that I say that I'm the one that's going to say this, but I think <laughs> my most fun and memorable performances for me are the ones where prior to that time we had had an emotional bonding connect mm. connected time. So okay. like whether it was a feels talk, which I personally could <laughs> really do without in any and all situation <laughs> in my life, mm. or like there we had a camp over the summer this past summer in New York that the entire thing with the girls was just like this cathartic, wonderfully bonding, emotional process between the the girls at the camp and us. And I remember performing on stage and I like I had cried mm. happy, sad tears that whole like week. And by the time we got to the stage, I just felt so like free of any like built up tension and emotion that mm-hmm. by the time we went to sing, I had so much fun yeah. singing. Mm-hmm. And I think 
we as performers put a lot of pressure on ourselves to not mess up and not make a mistake. And, oh, that was flat or, oh, that was sharp or we weren't together on that. And we can get really, it's so easy to nitpick on things that the times where you can truly just like enjoy what you're doing and look at each other and just be like, holy cow, like I, I get to sing with that. It makes singing with each other that much more special. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's those little moments throughout the years where you're just like everything else all the hard parts, the finding the songs, the the arguments, getting the, to the airport, getting to the <laughs> airport, the travels, the travel stress, the like mm-hmm. figuring out how to communicate with each other, stress. It, it like it, it's all worth it when you finally have those little moments throughout the years where you're just like, yes, man, this is why. This is the why. I don't even know if I answered you your did. question. No, no, that that did. <laughs> <laughs> that and but my only question with that you mentioned earlier, a, a fields talk or fields. Mm. Something. Oh what, yeah, trade, so, that's, that's a GQ trademark. Oh okay, uh, yeah. insider the, secrets. The, I fe- the fields talk, you know. <laughs> so like every quarter of the year, KDG likes to sit us down and be like. So how are we all feeling about where we are with the group? (laughs) Like, are we all on the same page? Do we still see like our future the same way? Like what's going on in your life? Do you have anything you want to talk about or like, and then it inevitably ends in tears and hugs and maybe an intervention. You know, you never, you never know. It depends on the season of your life. Yes. Yes. Cause we've all seen, we, the, the four of us have seen each other's, first of all, we are each other's longest relationship. Longest relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even Amanda and I, who are married to our <laughs> husbands, and we've been, I don't know, seven years. Me and Mike just did seven. Where are you and Vince oh, wow. at? I think they're at almost 10 because they got together right after we got together. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I think I think it's eight. We okay. just hit eight. Yeah. So technically GQ is a longer is the longest relationship all of us have had. And we've gone through literally everything together. Mm-hmm. Deaths and breakups and um, movings, anything bad and lots of bad has happened. And like these three have been there for me and I for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, it, I, I will never take that for granted. Like that these girls like help me through all of that in such a deep way. So that helps for sure. It helps with the trust, the trust that like Allie was yeah. talking about the better friends you are. I think it will be easier to sing. Um, because if you put forth that effort to learn how to talk to each other too, like, you know, there's, we all have different personalities of, of confrontation, of mm-hmm. problem solving, of brainstorming, and we all are patient with each other. And that can be mm-hmm. hard sometimes. Like I'm the least patient person in the world and they will be the first to tell you <laughs> that it's, it's hard, but, but it's absolutely worth it to try and not be proud and like, like put your pride first. That's never, ever a thing that's okay. We just don't do that. Yeah. We were real bad at that at the at start. start. Yeah. When I was oh, really? Say, mm-hmm. also, yeah. When I was going to say, if you put four people oh, on stage, you, you can, can tell. Each other. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how good they are. You, you yeah. can tell. And I don't think people put enough value on trust when it comes to music. I'm like, that's a great concept that you're bringing up on how well you all function, uh, not just as singers together, but like a family. At the end of the day, like me and uh, Alicia uh, years ago, well, she's still singing in the group. I used to sing in the same group. Alicia sings in now. And Aww, <laughs> yeah. he founded Aww. it. He's the original founder. I'm a founding member. Found co-founders is a better way to put it. But <laughs> but with that, I'm like, sure. th- you could obviously <laughs> tell when the, the group was more aligned together and when we were kind of rock and rolling, you know, we, when we were just like really 
making our way with the music that we were doing and a lot of it had to do with you know our connections with one another there, there came a mm-hmm. point where we we're just like hey we gotta we gotta really kind of come together a little bit more i think we held like you know one of those cookout things and it was just like yeah that was the first did we okay my, my come yes. that easy. and so yeah i'm like trust is like yeah. a very super important aspect of everything and I, I love that you guys are bringing it up and especially in the competition sense because barbershop very very competitive very technical and um i know that you mentioned that it's kind of it can be challenging not to focus on those things but you all have your different tricks and things like that and i'm just wondering how was that possible not to think of those things as you're competing because at least in the collegiate acapella scene with icc and stuff you're thinking about those things but barbershop is even so much more technical in my opinion just because it's a little bit more challenging a little bit more complex with those tight chords and tight harmonies there is it just really that easy just to kind of just like, hey, let me think back to the family and I got this. You know? <laughs> um, no, well, that, I think that also took a long time to, um, to like figure out. Katie, do you want to talk about it? I was just going to say like, yeah, it, I don't think you ever you get completely over like the, you know, because, you know, we're all I think all musicians like we want to if you care about what you're doing, it's a double edged sword because you care enough to like put the work in and to put the hours in to make it good but you also care sometimes too much and then you know you get to the point where you're supposed to be singing a note and you're like uh, uh, you know <laughs> nothing comes out <laughs> but yeah i think i think even this past year i mean katie can speak on katie mac can speak on this a little bit but like she got us these like posters that we actually had all around our room and that was just like a really special uh thing for us because you know we realized that a lot of it was a mental game and um and it was like what were some of the posters katie that you had like it was up? like positive affirmation stuff stuff like um on the door that's that was my favorite one it said my favorite yeah, one um, i'm gonna make you so proud note to self and <laughs> yeah. I found that with the, like, we, we've competed in Sweet Outerlands International, which is the women's barbershop society. society. And I think what has been the theme is in our earlier days when we were, it's not that we weren't good at picking our rep yet, but we hadn't found what, what is our niche yet. Those were the harder years because it didn't fully, it wasn't gelling into what, into who we were. This mm-hmm. past year where we did, in my opinion, it was, one of my favorite performances of all time, even though I still got really nervous being out there was like the best moment of the year of like 2019. I watched that set over and over again, which mm. never happens. I don't watch our stuff. <laughs> Me too. I don't watch it. Same. I hate but watching it, but we us. we put out complete honesty. We put out complete, like not super scripted. I think we ran through the set twice to mm-hmm. ever. And, wow. and like just focused on the songs. We loved the songs. Amanda was featured in mm-hmm. one of the most gut wrenching breakup oh. songs of all time. Allie bared her soul. It still makes me it's cry. Just, mm-hmm. it, it still I makes me cry. It's out. It, it's just, it's the second you are honest with yourself, everything is easier. The second mm-hmm. you're just like, wait, that's not me. And you accept. Yeah. You just accept yep. what is you guys. And now that does take a while to find. So if you're like struggling with it, it's okay. But these feels talks and these talking about it really helps. Isn't it so interesting how like just everything is connected. Mm-hmm. Everything's connected. Mm-hmm. Like how you feel about yourself, how in tune you are with who you are and how accepting you are of yourself comes through in everything. Mm-hmm. And especially in singing and music. Mm-hmm. It's like, that just hit me in the feels, Mac. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I also think like, I don't know, to kind of like give a personal side to it as well. Like I'm a very anxious person and I always have been. Mm-hmm. I think I personally like 
struggle with like expectations and like trying to like, oh, sound like you did in that video or like, you know, give people what they hear Mm -hmm. other times. And I think I, I started to feel that pressure, like as we kind of got to a certain point, but you know, as we were finding all of just that closeness together and knowing that they all have my back and I have theirs and that's all that matters, you know, and it doesn't really matter about hitting those expectations. It's just taking those moments, every performance to create something awesome. Yeah. And and that's that's also important. I'm not, all this this kind of concept of personal reflection and think and thinking of what you can do um, almost individually to really strengthen and uh, help out the group. I think back to so many groups I was a part of and it was just like, you know, we didn't take those moments and I'm really realizing, okay, here's another successful group that, you know, I can learn something from right here, taking those moments to really reflect and think about, you know, what it is that strengthens the music. And I'm, and Alicia, I'm, I'm curious, is that something that's been evident in your groups that you've been a part of? Cause I know you've been in like an all female acapella group before. So I'm wondering maybe if it was just the groups I've been a part of. Well, I mean, we would talk about things like, when there was a breakup, we were always there for each other. We would go get ice cream or something, or we would just hang out outside of rehearsal just to kind of bond a little bit together. And that that went such a long way for me. Um, I think the girls that I hung out with outside of rehearsal are the ones I grew closer to, which actually goes without saying. <laughs> and then like even now in the group that I'm in where it's a mixed group, the gal that I'm closest to in the group, it's really, I mean, not that we hang out a ton outside of rehearsal, but she and I actually carpool because we rehearse in one county and she and I live in another. And she and I actually talk about various things. Like she knows if I'm struggling with something, like I, I have depression and anxiety. And so she knows if stuff's really hard on mm-hmm. me. And it's just, it's really nice to be able to have that connection with the group, to be able able to say things like, well, guys, um, this week has really been a struggle for me. I'm not going to lie. I haven't looked at any of the music. This happened in my personal life, family members in the hospital, what have you, like, which was that part was actually fairly recent, but it was not related by any way to COVID-19, fortunately. But it's still, I mean, it's a scary time right now, especially because like we're not able to get together in person. And so we do Facebook messenger calls once a week and we talk about where things are at and we've been recording stuff on our own, trying... I mean, as much as we can with yeah. the limited <laughs> Absolutely. technology that we have individually. Like, I've I've got a pretty good setup, but other members of the group are like, well, I'm just using the, the microphone on my <laughs> laptop to record this. And I'm like, okay, that's the quality of those. It's like, we put a video together and we talked about how it was really just a hodgepodge of sounds. But for that particular song, we almost feel like it kind of works. And so that, that will be coming out. Oh, I'm excited. But, Me too. Yeah. I sound like I'm singing into a tin can, but... <laughs> hey! Hey, whatever works. It's yeah. cool. We've crashed the acapella app. It's in like... tune for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... It's all you can ask. It's. I mean, it's been really important to be able to be vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean, that's the key word there, yep. is vulnerability. I mean, what we're doing here, I mean, I remember back when I taught like voice lessons, one of the hardest things was just getting people to just like sing, just to sing out, you know, Mm -hmm. and because our voices are so inextricably like connected to who we are as people and criticism of that is so connected to how we feel about ourselves. So I think, you know, it's such an act of bravery to like sing and share music with people. And I, that's why I think it's so beautiful when people get together and sing and do this because it's like a way for us to 
do something that we don't do in our daily lives, which is like be honest and real with people. Mm-hmm. I think we all put these masks on and we each walk around and play these roles. And with music like that, there's no, there's nowhere to hide. And especially with barbershop music, like what we do, it's like, there's the four of us, mm. there's no instruments, there's no other, like, and we try our best not to add any other things either. Like, you know, if we can be honest and not like add, I don't know, uh, you know, just optimizer, optimizer, you know, whatever. I mean, not that those are bad things as those are great right. tools. Yeah, if it works for you. Yeah. But that's just, you know, I'm just saying like, it, it's just a really nice thing to be able to do in any capacity when you are making and creating something with other people. Um, so yeah. And it's, it's nice to be able to share a moment with somebody because like we, we've all come to realize like our moments on this earth are very like fleeting mm-hmm. and like, why not spend it doing something you love? Like exactly. that to me is that makes the most logic of anything. Yeah. And I, and I love that thought, those thoughts there, Katie, I'm like the singing is a very personal thing and I don't think people, it's hard for maybe people who aren't used to doing it as often to really grasp that concept. But yeah, it's so, as you all are saying, there's so much vulnerability involved with making music and the music that really hits you the hardest is the one of the music that, you know, it's crafted with all of those emotions that vulnerability infused into it. So thank you for sharing that. And unfortunately on that note, we do have to take one more short break, uh, but we're going to come back and keep speaking with GQ right here on Talkapella. Sure, we have tens of thousands of songs in our library, but I bet you have access to songs we don't have. If you're an artist, a group, or you happen to have a killer music library, then head over to our website. Send us some music. We'd love to play tunes we don't already have in the library, and it's always growing. In fact, most of the music that we receive, we get directly from groups and artists. So head on over to the website, akaville.org, and hit Submit Your Music. We'd love to play it on our air. Thanks for tuning back in to talk Acapella with us. Man, what an episode we have been having here with GQ and all the members here. It's been fun. It's been, uh, learn- we've been able to learn a lot. And then, you know, we've also been able to get a little deep on Acapella, which uh, we always love doing. So thank you all. And so we are going to change gears a little bit uh, on Acapella every now and then. And when we have such thrilling and exciting guests as the ones we have today, we always like to change things up with our rapid fire questions. So we're going to get that going today. So we have 10 questions for the members of GQ and we are going to ask them and hopefully kind of just throw them off track with Acapella and things like that with some other questions. So here are our rapid fire questions. I'm going to go first and uh, Alicia will follow so first whoever wants to answer first favorite artists outside of barbershop and acapella sarah Bareilles. Ooh, okay <laughs> image and heap awesome john bellion okay good one beatles there it is perfect <laughs> nice yeah. um favorite non-music related activity yoga farming well, what farming well, farming that's oh. different i like it okay and fun fact right. i am i am a farmer that's my job when i'm not singing oh nice. cool i would never guess that very cool mm-hmm. and we had another answer what was that other answer I oh heard? yoga yoga nice all right <laughs> which member tends to be the most critical of you all's sound and you can't point <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all pretty critical. Okay. It's probably between me and Katie G. I think. <laughs> I yeah, agree with I, that. Okay. I saw some slinking there in the seat from Katie. So yeah, I was like, Katie no. G knows. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Favorite overseas trip? Holland. Uh, Holland. Spain and Holland. Yeah. Holland. There was. Yeah. Now I'm going to need to go there. <laughs> you have right. to. Yeah. Really highly cool. recommend it. So what is a common misconception about singing barbershop? 
It's, it's just not for, for men. old people. And, yes, <laughs> that. I mean, it is, but also it not is. just not just for old people. Okay. Right, right. It's for it's everyone. It's for everyone. For fun for all ages. Okay, got it. Yes. There you go. Hashtag everyone in harmony. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I grabbed. I grabbed a buddy for this question. Oh, cute. cute. Cats or dogs? Dogs, dogs, dogs. dogs. Nice. Oh, I agree. I'm sorry. so sorry. Sprinkles. That's okay. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> Was that everyone said dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. I pick neither? <laughs> Ooh. What? She doesn't like, have a pet fish in her classroom, so I think. I, well, but I also I kill everything. Oh, okay. So, like, okay sure. Yeah, we'll allow it in that case. It's for the pets. You know yeah. what I mean? I have, I have three cats, so. All right. I, my my we, cousin has turned me around to cats. She has some funny nice. cats as we, she sends yeah, me videos. Yeah, my cats of. are fantastic. Um, <laughs> we would have a dog, but we don't have a yard. We have a townhouse. And so we're like, eh, the cat's poop in a box. We clean it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That works yeah. Out. To date, none of them have had an accident anywhere. Nice. So. All right, next question. Well trained. All-time favorite performance moment. Prairie Home Companion. Ooh. Yeah, I'm probably going to say Prairie, too. That was pretty cool. Okay. Pretty surreal. Second favorite, How Great Thou Art at Labor Day Jamboree, which is a barbershop mm-hmm. event. Nice. I'm making notes here. What's your go-to YouTube channel or video to help you pass time? Bon Appetit. Ooh, good one. I mean, I watch a lot of videos on how to like care for house plants. It's not very exciting, but it is <laughs> hey, true. I'm loving all this information I'm learning here. This is great. <laughs> this is great. I like it, yeah. The Office Bloopers. Ooh, okay. Or honestly, it's, it's where I work, but Barbershop Harmony Society. Just watching <laughs> great Nothing singing. wrong with that. All right. Yeah. Best ice cream flavor. Chocolate. Mint chocolate chip. Okay. <laughs> Americone Dream. Hershey's Moose Tracks. Oh, that's, oh, that's pretty good. I don't like mint chocolate chips, so that's... Well, I you're know. just wrong. I'm, it's okay. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm like the black sheep of my husband's family because I don't like mint chocolate chip. Well, okay, here's the thing. husband is right. Here's the thing, Allie. <laughs> Do you like the mint chocolate chip that's like regular ice cream or the one that's colored green? Ooh. Any and all. Because, you know, there's the two kinds. Like the Briars is just there the regular. Is. And I, I know that there are like two separatists within the mint chocolate chip community. I can't, I, am I can't be that. I can't get that fake dye, that fake green dye. I can't have it. Uh, equal opportunist mm. mint chocolate chip lover here. <laughs> Everyone in mint chocolate Every, chip. I know. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm with you, Alicia. Uh, next You're question. You're a mint chocolate chip hater too. I, I can't. It, it yes, all tastes. It all tastes like toothpaste to me. I'm sorry. Listen, we were oh, having yeah. such a great time. Yeah, we were doing point. so well. I, oh, everyone turned on me. Well, on that note, question number <laughs> ten. <laughs> Most important pre-show ritual. Dancing. 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 Nice. <laughs> nice. I like we it. have a little dance party, but it's just us going, Hey, there we go. And we all horribly, had a beat. Like horribly beatboxing because we cannot, yeah. except Amanda can kind of. So, Or Amanda will like start saying something in rhythm and then we all add in something dumb. <laughs> something dumb <laughs> on top of it. I like it. We'd do it, but the delay just would make it way worse oh, than it already is. I'm curious. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> You might need to film this later and send it to yeah. us. So well, we'll, think so. we'll edit it in the show. Gotta keep some things sacred, you know? <laughs> All right, Alicia. Sorry, my husband just walked up. Hi, husband. Hi, You're guys. right about Sneaking. the mint chocolate chip. <laughs> You're, right. You're right about mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her bully you. <laughs> he's probably like, what? Live your life. I, he's, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> so back on track mm-hmm. um, we like to end the show with tradition by having our guests give a piece of advice to I mean it could be the acapella community it could be the music community in general or just, just anyone even if you have specific people you'd like to give advice to so ladies of GQ 
what would be your advice? So as a music educator, uh, you know, there's a, been a lot of talk about schools, you know, unfortunately pulling music programs and, and we hear about it all the time. And so I guess for me, I think, you know, as, as any acapella group, find a way to to give back and, but, you know, go to schools and get, get kids motivated and they need that really badly. And so, you know, as much as you can just to get out to schools and, and teach kids about any type of singing, any genre, um, and get them involved because, you know, it's, it's definitely important. Mm-hmm. So very important. Thank you. Yeah. Any, any other additions? Yeah. Mine is, uh, don't be afraid to let whatever special about you shine because, you know, I think a lot of us kind of go through our day to day and we're afraid to kind of be who we are and whatever that means to you. I mean, we've, we are lucky that we live in a community where there's just all kinds of different walks of life and all kinds of different people. Like we're, you know, all from Baltimore and it's kind of a weird city. Like if you come here, people, they call it charm city, but it's also just like a strange place where there's like a lot of wacky stuff going on. But you know, you never know when the thing that you're good at and the thing that, that you have to offer is what somebody else needs to get through something or to turn that next chapter. So, I mean, music has been that for all of us at some point or another. It's been the thing that's like gotten us through things or helped us see the light at the end of the tunnel. So keep doing what, what you love to do. Keep doing that. Wonderful. Awesome. Wonderful Thank advice. Thank you all so much. Thank you for coming on the show. And if our listeners wanted to learn more about GQ or see what projects you have in a pipeline, you know, where can they go to find out all this information? I'd really like to say girl courts com, but we're really bad at keeping that up. So um, <laughs> Facebook is probably no, actually the best. Just face- it today. Oh, perfect. So it, it is up to maybe me. there, but also Facebook is probably just the best option. Awesome. Wonderful. All right. We'll go. You heard it there. And what's your, what's your Facebook name? Oh, well, I was going to say just search for GQ, but obviously that's an issue. So um, <laughs> search for Girls Quartet. Very good point. It's, yeah, Girls Quartet. Or GQ nice. Girl Quartet. Awesome. It's a little redundant, but it is, it will work. That's okay. All right. You heard it there. <laughs> Girls Quartet on social media. Go follow them. Awesome. And Alicia, if our listeners wanted to learn more about our co-hosts, where could they find out more information about you? Well, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Merwination. Play off my maiden name. That's M-E-R-W-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. You can also find me on Twitter um, under Alicia Edwards 19 which I have not mentioned before. It was actually my jersey in middle school basketball. <laughs> Nice. So it's E-L-I-C-I-A. Edward's just how it's normally spelled. 19. Awesome. And then as always, you can go find me on Twitter at the Brian Alex Brian with an I and go follow all the work that I do on social media with College Acapella. I want to say thank you so much to our guest today, GQ. Uh, been wonderful guest. It's been fun speaking with you. And we failed to mention, but GQ are the recipients of some major awards oh, yeah. recently. Their yeah. album GQ Volume 3 is has won uh, two cars for Best Barbershop Album and Best Barbershop Song. Do I have that correct? Yeah. Awesome. Crazy. So <laughs> go listen to it. I found myself listening to it today. So please go check it out. It's wonderful music. They've also won Sweet Adeline's oh, Quartet Champ. Like they're the champions. Exactly. They they are the Multiple champions times. of barbershop. So please. At the regional well, level. Yeah, regional let's, level. Let's rein that in a little bit. <laughs> we don't want to make anybody mad. We were trying to talk yeah. you up. My bad. My bad. I'll dial it back. <laughs> Look, where is so we save where the regional champions and then our third place internationally, nice and collegiate champs, and collegiate champs. See, listen to our very modest guest here. Congratulations! (laughs) Thank you. 
on all of them. Exactly. You should have seen, if you could have seen all of our faces when she said that, we were just like, oh. Well, Brian yeah. lied to me. That's what hey, it was. I'll, I'll take fall on that. Hey, hey, let's all just blame Brian for everything that goes on. I get used to it, you know? I get it. Pick on Brian. You are day. surrounded by five women. I get it. This is what I get, yeah. On, on that note, thank you all so much for joining us once more. As usual, please go follow Talkapella. We have a Twitter account, Talkapella. And of course, we have a website, talkapella.org. And With two P's and two L's. Thank you for pointing out. Thank you. Very important. Very important. <laughs> I can't be the only one. <laughs> exactly. So uh, thanks again to GQ. And of course, this show will not be possible without the wonderful folks over at Ockerville Radio. Go give them a follow on all the different social media channels, as well as their website, uh, which you can hear our show, as well as amazing content streaming 24 hours a day. That's going to do it for us today on Talkapella and for everything else. Stay tuned.